what I'm getting to now in this particular section of healing is emotions. When people are depressed, when people have their fights with each other or whatever, you know, the relationship blues, all of you have had them, you know the problems, you watch TV or whatever, um, you see it's just ad after ad after ad of what? Put this into your mouth, this miracle, oh, this wonderful taste. It's food, 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 food. You walk down the street and there's restaurant after restaurant. What I'm trying to get to is people's emotions. When they're depressed and when they're angry or whatever, they'll often consolate their depression or their sadness or their loneliness with eating. There's two types of things that people do. One, they'll, they'll take the drugs, you know, it can be smoking, other forms of drugs. It can be antidepressants, you know, the medicinal drugs that are legal, that are very deadly. And how many people take antidepressants out there in that society? You know, all of these things is based on people's emotions. And it's the solar plexus, it's the emotional interrelationships, the depression, the anxieties, the worries, that's the main cause of sicknesses and diseases. Um, not only do the emotions devitalize the body, yeah, when you're emotional, you're throwing out of you the astral plane energy, emotional energy, right? Your chakra is being active and the substance is always being dissipated. So it's weakening that area of the body. Now, when you understand the chakras, the seven main chakras, the endocrine glands are the externalizations of the seven main chakras. Now, the organs of the body are the externalizations of the minor chakras. Therefore, you have what we call the stomach center, what I call the stomach center anyway in my books, the liver center, the diaphragm center. The solar plexus also the externalization is the intestines and then the pancreas, the pancreatic juices. That's the externalization of the stomach. So what I'm now getting to, there's all these minor chakras that the physical organs are the externalizations. And then there's the next level down and then eventually we get to the acupuncture points. Acupuncture deals with the tiniest chakras in the body. So where we're now talking about is energies, right? The type of energy you pump into your body gets sunk into your organs, either your endocrine glands or your physical plane organs. So what type of energy is it? Is it the energy of worry, fear, hatred, spite, anxiety? You know, you're, you're living with somebody uh, who you're fighting and bickering with all the time. And there's lots of relationships like that. People then either eat to compensate or they take alcohol, take other forms of drugs, antidepressants. All of this mechanism sinks into the body. But the main area in this particular case is your stomach, the pancreatic juices. You can see that that then is devitalized. Now, if your energy field, the organ, for instance, is overactive. There are two types of sicknesses that come as a consequence of overactive chakras. One is cancer. A cancer is an organ of your body or a portion of the organ of the body where the cells are growing at a rapid pace, far faster than the other cells. And that causes problems. 
right? If you are overstimulating a chakra, one of these minor chakras with energies, because of your worry or whatever, whatever the organ is, uh, depending on your focus of your consciousness, energy follows forward. The energy goes through the chakra because you're overstimulating it, it goes into the organ. And what happens? It lays the groundwork for cancer. Another way you get flus, epidemics, you know, colds, and all of the rest of that. What is that? It's again the same thing, right? You don't have a quiet meditative consciousness. You've got emotionality. And that's normally for these people loving emotionality. If you sort of go to a football match, I don't go to them, but you know what happens there, right? Or, for instance, a rock concert. You know that these people are screaming and shouting and you know, over the top with their emotions. That's joyous emotion, right? They're not angry or whatever, but that energy goes straight into the chest cavity from the solar plexus up into the chest capri and the throat and the nasal passage. Right? That's where the energy goes to. It's been sent out in relationship to their heart centers because it's this joyous emotion. It's an intensely joyous emotion. The energy follows forward. What does the energy do? It gets sunk into that whole upper respiratory tract. And when the energy is dissipate again because you're no longer that intensely emotional then it's weakened that part of your body along comes this disease bearing agent your chest uh, influenza germ or whatever and you weaken that whole part of your body and there's all this substance that's now coming out and that influenza germ says wow look at i've got heaven uh utopia you know the energy field is what it can live in and therefore, you get flus, influenzas. Of course, it can happen at any particular time. You know, we all know that there's certain seasons, like for in America, just before winter or about winter, and Canada too will be flu season. And so it's, it's got this environmental impact, but it's still based on the same emotionality of people. You see the people on the streets, they see a friend over there and immediately they, they rush and hug each other and it's solar plexus going to the chest and the chest and going out. So it's still the same. It's this form of affectionate emotionality or dissipating wanton non-control of the emotions. And there you have uh, as you can see, probably 95% of people's sickness and diseases. The non-control of the emotions produces depression, anxieties, worries, and therefore they follow that up by overeating, taking more cake or whatever it is that's sweet, which is full of carbohydrates and white sugar and white flour, all the rest of it and chemicalized, or they take in an intoxicating drug, they'll, they'll take the alcohol, take antidepressants or whatever it is. It's the emotions. Or they're busy uh, being exuberantly joyous with friends or football matches or dancing away at, at a pop or rock concert or whatever it is that does the same thing. 
you're weakening that area of the body. The substance then comes out at the appropriate time. We're no longer doing that. Then it uh, produces disease-bearing vector can come in and breed. Now, you had a question? Yeah, I was wondering if overeating is uh, related to the Ida channel because the stomach is Ida. Does that make sense? Well, the stomach center itself is Ida. The liver center is Pingala. Now, the liver center... There's a lot of diseases and sicknesses coming through the liver because that's the center of humanity per se. These loving types of emotions are of um, humanity. The stomach center is more anger, hatred, you know, irritation. But remember, in between is the solar plexus center. And the solar plexus center is neither item and galo. It integrates those two energies through its petals. Sends its two hands, one going down, one going up. Through those petals brings the... Energy city, the solar plexus center, and we're talking about emotion, deals with the watery substance of humanity. Now, the watery substance of humanity is everything to do with the emotions fears, anger, hate, spites, loves, affection, all of that is emotions, all of that is watery. There's a phrase that we use often all roads lead to Rome, all nadis lead to the solar plexus center. All of the minor nadis, the 22 minor chakras, the next level down, all of those lead to the solar plexus center. It's the great distributing center within the body. It's also called abdominal brain. So you have two brains, solar plexus brain and the head center. Now we're going into the, the proper understanding of the chakras and the fact that everything is energy and energy is consciousness. Now, I also use the term Atlantean. And what I'm talking about when you're going to that football match or to that party or whatever, the way that people interrelate, and you see it all around, you know, you, your children are like this, or my children, I'm sure those of you that know about children, that's where they're at. It's Atlantean, right? And while the children are young, when they're, you know, teens and early 20s or whatever, they're full of vitality and healthy, you know, that energy, that youthful energy is there. It's the right and appropriate time for the expression of that type of solar plexus energy. Even me in those years, I was still very, if you want, intensely. I had my form of intensities of emotional thinking. Not that I was gushy emotional, but a joy of life that was there that had its emotional basis to it. So you understand now that... The, the solar plexus, the energies that come through the minor chakras that the solar plexus controls, it's all the energies sink into the body. So you've got the two types of excessive energy field production. One produces things like cancer and the other produces inflammations. They're all the inflammations, whether it's flus and chest colds, those types of inflammations. You know, let's, let's go into gangrene. For instance, if you cut yourself, you know, a serious cut, and then you go to a doctor, they'll put in a couple of stitches, and then they might put you some drugs to try to stop the disease-bearing agents. But see, if you have a healthy constitution, nothing can grow there. Uh, no disease-bearing agents can grow because the vitality will prevent that. But if you're energy field is weak then the vitality is not there and then the disease bearing agent can take hold 
as you can now begin to see, it's the quality of the energy field that's in your consciousness, that's in your body, and the way that you express yourself. And you can see as meditators, you are learning to control the emotions. And you're understanding now that the emotions are deadly. It's not just deadly because of the fact that it produces sickness and disease, but it also produces extremisms of consciousness. It prevents you from thinking properly because emotional thought clouds rational thought. It produces a type of blindness, an idea fix, fanaticism. You know, the Christians and the fanatical Christians or the fanatical Muslims, you know what they can do in the name of their religion. That's all emotions. The highest aspect of the emotions is devotion, aspiration. Devotion, aspiration is what we're engendering or producing. But the next step is that energy which produces the transformation of consciousness, which vitalizes all of your meditation mind or your thought structures. Once you get rid of the negative aspects of the emotions of the solar plexus center, all you have left then is an energy generator. And the energy generator then is that which backs up your high aspiration, which intensifies your will, your driving ambition to do things to achieve the energy that assists you to do your meditation work that gives you this one-pointed focus. The solar plexus center still has its viable function, but it's not anymore aberrant or made aberrant by the watery aspects, the perversion of consciousness that produce blindness because you think that you are right and in fact, you're not seeing clearly. You can see that as you do your meditation work, as you become more and more internally calm and serene, then you are producing healing. Meditation has healing in its wings. You're working directly with divas. You're overcoming all the tendencies to sickness and disease in your body. There's no more major energy sinks. You're moving the energies from below your diaphragm upwards, but those energies are now vibrant and clean energies, not those that are based on um, dissipating emotional murk, the swirling grayish and brownish and all the other colorings of the aura that the emotional people have. That no longer is there. What you have instead is forms of light, and that light is healing. There's no darkness there. 